Hayden, do you ever just have like a week where you just don't stop coming? Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Because <laughs> that's me this week. Okay. I'm serious. I'm dry. <laughs> I'm shooting blanks. I'm spent. There's too much. There's too much happening, and it's not stopping. Okay, yeah, but this I, <laughs> this is the wildest <laughs> way for you to intro this, so this is awesome. Okay. Keep going. Let's... Fuck it. <laughs> so, so boy, what what a week we've had. Yeah. Uh, we got we got three things that we want to talk about, um, and, and one of those we teased last week, and that thing is now taking a backseat to other news. Yeah, we're not even touching Cyberpunk. So, so we want to talk Game Award... Oh yeah, sorry. Okay, so we want to talk game awards. We got crazy crunch news. Crunch news. And uh, and then Disney Investor Day happened under my fucking nose. Um, and and to help us in that conversation, because that's so much to unpack. And I woke up forty three minutes ago. As you do. Uh, we we have our first guest for the podcast here on episode fourteen. Our good friend Gunner. Hi. Yeah, that's what Gunner. a great intro. I'm, gl- I'm glad yeah. you could come on today. I mean, I can't really beat Chris's intro there. <laughs> Fair. Uh, for a second, though, for a second, I thought he was just doing his normal chat, not, like, doing an intro. So, you know. That is that is the wildest intro we've ever had. I wasn't I wasn't ready for that. Now I know why you were like, no, hold, hold my beer. I'm doing the intro this week. <laughs> hold my beer. Uh, my hands are occupied. Yeah, so I think we want we want to start with the game awards and some of the announcements that happened there, uh, and and as things tend to go on the podcast, there, there's really no telling how long we're going to spend on that. I anticipate it'll be the shortest segment, but we'll get off on something. But we want to bring Gutter on because there's a lot to unpack. We wanted a third voice, uh, and Gutter was gracious enough to take notes during the game awards to uh, hopefully guide our conversation so we're not quite so sporadic we were all watching it together um, weren't we for the whole time yeah yeah or, or chris i think you jumped in a little bit later yeah but, no i was there from the start but i popped in and out oh. to go yell at another oh, group yeah, of people yeah, yeah. <laughs> twitch desynced a few times so we're a little bit yeah off by a couple seconds but otherwise we were watching it pretty concurrently yeah which i, I mean it sucks that the game awards came out uh technically the day after cyberpunk came <laughs> out uh, but I am not one to miss a Game Awards because I do love my man Jeff Keighley. Oh, yeah. And as asinine as award shows can be, uh, the entire gaming community is built upon the idea of driving hype. And even in an award show, they don't waste a moment to drive <laughs> His hype. transitions sometimes were just amazing. He's like, that was awesome. Okay, next thing. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh. He did not waste any time. Yeah, yeah it's just... We got to do nothing but content. We only got three hours. Well, at least to their credit, like, unlike, you know, other award shows like the Oscars, like, that was three hours of just shit back to back to yeah. back. Yeah, it, it was, they much had, they had a much easier time cutting people <laughs> off so you wouldn't have a, uh, I can't remember which year, but one year where that streamer, I believe, was in a furry suit, just went on a tirade for, uh, oh, uh, uh, Sound Fox. Yeah, yeah. I think he, I can't remember. What he, he's like one of the best fighting game players in the world. But yeah, he. he I, remember, I remember. Oh, that would have been Sonic. Sonic Fox. Fox yeah. yeah, yeah. That was because that's that's all I remember. The previous award. All, all the chat rooms were like, "Who's this furry dude?" And he's just going. And we're just like, "Hey, he's he's good at what he does. Let him say, yeah. let him have his time." Yeah. But if we want to speak out, speak about the game awards, you know what else is good? Uh, 
the shoes. Bro, Jeff's kicks were fire. <laughs> <laughs> I kept commenting on them the whole time. I wanted starting off where it's perfect. Weird. Um, yep. but I think I think we'll kind of just go through some of the uh, the, 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 the announcements that we liked first that we thought were interesting, hype, cool, looking forward to, mm-hmm. and kind of leave our thoughts on the awards that were actually given out themselves towards the end because we'll see which one of us, me or Chris, goes on more of a rant about that. Probably <laughs> me, but I don't know. I it's uh, I got money on you, but we'll see how I get wound up. <laughs> so uh, we start out. We'll just we'll just start going kind of go from the top. Well, the easiest thing is go from the top because Chris, you had. You had a moment with that Smash reveal. Yeah, uh, I can give you uh, a simulation of what it was oh. like. Uh, listeners should should turn down their headphones. Because <laughs> <laughs> Sephiroth is in Smash. Yeah, you you definitely are the hypest about that. Because when I was like, oh yeah, I've seen him and stuff. Cool. He's so cool. The best part and about the that- one-winged angel transformation isn't even the final smash. That's just a transformation he can do, like Joker summoning his persona. And also the part where, like, he kills Mario, and everyone was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, because Nintendo can't have a character reveal without killing Mario. Yeah, just not Mario. Mario's dead at all. Yep. <laughs> so that Sephiroth's reach is so far with his long-ass katana. He's the second Final Fantasy rep. Uh, right after Cloud, which is funny given that uh, Final Fantasy, if not being the first, was one of the first Final Fantasy games to not be on a Nintendo console, and now those are the yeah. two reps the series has in Smash. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's the first it's, PlayStation but, uh, one. It's weird but to I'm me, here for it. I'm excited. It's weird to me that there aren't more Final Fantasy characters for it being such a Japanese-y title but i don't i what do i know because surprised it was another fire Emblem character uh, right well it pretty much is because it's another <laughs> sword boy yeah uh but there is going to be another stream a bit later for sephiroth from sakurai where he's going to break down the moveset just like he's done for min min and steve from this fighter <laughs> pass previously maybe he'll have more emotion than he did when doing the steve one because wasn't he kind of like just <laughs> like i can't believe you're making me do this for the steve one yeah, but I think that's also just Sakurai. He's tired. I look forward to him having to announce Master Chief. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be great. Master Chief or Kratos? One of the two. Oh my god. Either of those would be wild in Smash Bros. Like, any game is on the table. You you can't say that they can't have any game in there at this point, but I mean, anything hyper violent would still be weird. I mean, they got yeah. K. Rule in there. Uh, Microsoft's got foot in the door with that. Yeah. Uh, Sony has a snake. Solid snake. Sega's in there. Everyone's in there. What's a gaming company? We need a, an Atari character in there. Or is that Rob? Mm-hmm. Mega? Me- no. I don't know. I don't know what. Where's Mega Man from? Capcom. Mega Man's or- Capcom. Capcom. Okay. It's all inclusive. Ultimate. It is the ultimate fighting game. <laughs> yeah, even some niche ones like Terry Bogard, who uh, I, I can't I can't name the company he's from, but it's a pretty small time fighting game company. So yeah, we uh, we were, we're hype about that, Chris. Got way more than us. I'm just like cool, another character. I, you know, whatever. <laughs> but uh, another character just to crush me with. Yeah, some of the some of the other announcements that were cool. The Perfect Dark trailer I thought was really cool. I had no idea that's what it was. Yeah, that, that caught me off guard. But it looked really cool. 
Yeah, I've got no tie to Perfect Dark whatsoever. Never played the game, don't really have an interest in doing so. I know it's a classic, but I can respect the reveal was dope as hell. Oh, yeah. It was one yeah. of the best was... trailers, except for maybe that uh, something desert game. Uh, Crimson Desert by, uh, I believe it's Pearl Abyss. That was like a four-minute trailer. <laughs> yeah. That thing they was just long. kept on going like, oh, it's like medieval. Oh, now it's medieval fantasy. Oh, now they're fighting on dragons. What's going on yeah, here? Yeah, it was... It looked really good. We got the most, like, it was like a trailer and then gameplay trailer combined. That was cool. Yeah, yeah a weirdly unfinished trailer as well. Yeah. Because yeah. people were it's... talking and the voice was not there and sound effects weren't there. Yeah. They they really let the game speak for itself. Yeah, I think it's still up in the air because I, I, some people are saying it's an MMO. So others saying it was single player with MMO. Um, so we shall don't really see. still know at this time. Uh, big announcement, we know Mass Effect is continuing, oh so not Andromeda 2, but at least in some regard, a Mass Effect 4. And I, yeah. I'm, I don't know, I feel like I'm in the minority on being like, great, they're going back to the same fucking timeline as the original trilogy. It doesn't make any sense to me, because you already te- it would have been one thing if they did it, and it was kind of like how... Mass Effect 3 ends, we're like, oh, tell me more about the Shepherd, and you're like, I don't know how far in the future this shit is, but it's way off there, they're just standing on the moon without helmets on, and I'm like, okay, (laughs) there's no oxygen there. Yeah. But then they show Liara, and it's like, okay, so this is right after. Although... So, go ahead. Basically, it's it's the the three endings, the choose your RGB ending is going to be, you know, tossed to the side now since they have to have some kind of continuation, so... Yeah. Right, there's going to be now a canon ending to the Mass yeah. Effect trilogy. Which might... By the looks of the thing, it's probably going to be destroyed. Yeah, it'd be the destroyed one, because... Oh, spoilers, by the way, for a eight-year-old game. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how they could do it any other way. They might do some bullshit where they can retcon it to where doing destroy doesn't also kill the geth and oh god what's yeah. her name the robot um Edie. Edie, yeah they retcon yeah. something like that but i just don't know why you'd go back right after i with the, yeah. well i want to believe that this is something that would be in development for a while like the team yeah. finished yeah. andromeda and then thought we should go back here we want to do this but at the same time i can't help but feel like going back to these characters and this storyline is Bioware trying to garner some goodwill after the failure of Andromeda and more impactfully Anthem? Mm-hmm. Uh, doing something they know, going back to something they know they can do at least an 8.5 on, uh, and appeasing Mass Effect fanboys and uh, just getting like me. trying to get the Bioware charm back that they oh, destructively yeah. lost over the last few years. Yeah, I mean, if anything, there's the um, the compilation the trilogy that comes out i think what in march this year yeah, if i remember it's q1 2021 is when that yeah, comes so out so probably probably marchish i'd imagine one thing i did i did i was talking to someone about this of what they could do of just because they show liara does not mean that it's right after because the Asari can live for a thousand years and she's like 150 during the trilogy yeah so mm-hmm. sh- this could be like 400 years later which could be cool and i think it might be because in that trailer you sh- they show the citadel destroyed so 
it could there could be some civil war stuff. Right? I don't really. It would be a civil war, a, another, a new galactic war amongst the races that are still there. That would be kind of cool. So I I don't want to. I guess I shouldn't jump the gun saying just because they tease Liara that means it's right after. The only thing else that gives it that is she goes up to what you would assume is Shepard's dead body to pick up the Again. N7 thing. <laughs> because, like, why else would you show that and not just Liara picking something up? The N7... Right. That combined with the, uh, at the end of the trailer, it, it just says Mass Effect will continue. Yeah. That does seem yeah. to be consistent messaging that this picks up right after. Yeah, and they also... They teased this after the Dragon Age announcement, so it's probably coming after Dragon Age. Dragon Age still has probably another two years left in development, well, so it shouldn't. Mass though. Effect. That's the thing. Looking like at twenty twenty five or something, right? Dra- probably. I mean, but Dragon Age should come out early twenty twenty two. I would think that game's been in yeah. production for like three or four years. Now, granted, there's been it's like internally at Bioware has been kind of just a clusterfuck the last couple. Yeah, of years. people leaving, people coming back, but. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't see get to see any. I don't think there was any gameplay in that trailer for Dragon Age, was there? Uh, I don't recall. I, yeah, I don't remember there being. It, it was uh, a no, really I'm weird pretty, trailer. I'm sure it was a bunch of uh, like. Oh, there was like, like in-game cutscenes, high, high fantasy shit. There's floating stuff, and I was like, well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm all for high fantasy. Where are we? So Bioware's got a lot riding on those next two games, just because, like Chris, you said, they have lost any faith that most people yeah. have had in them in the past. I mean, like, speaking of continuations and sequels, we have Left 4 Dead 3 coming out. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love that this is a thing. It makes me so happy. <laughs> but So, Turtle Rock Studios, uh, technically the same people that uh, worked on Left 4 Dead, because it was like some people that worked on Left 4 Dead left and made Turtle Rock, and then they made mm-hmm. Evolve, and that kind of fizzled out. <laughs> Uh, it's because 2K got its hands on it. They're back with a new game called Back for Blood, and it is quite literally just Left for Dead. Like, it it almost crosses the border of being a spiritual sequel, because there's so much about the aesthetic and the, the gameplay setup that it it's just Left for Dead. If you were ever holding your breath for Left for Dead 3, this is the closest you will ever get to it. And in any situation where anyone has ever told you this is the closest you'll get, this is the most true. Yeah. I mean, all the special zombie things, I, I don't know if they're going to call them zombies in this one. But uh, they, they're almost one-to-one with a little minor change to what you have in Left 4 Dead. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can I copy your homework? Yeah, sure. Just don't make it obvious. <laughs> Even down to the design of the safe room door. Yeah. It's the same. Now, the thing that was really cool about the trailer, I thought, was that they incorporated a lot of stuff. You could tell they incorporated a lot of stuff from Evolve because there's yeah. that big old monster that you're fighting. Their creature design is on point. Yeah. I'm like, I'm all about a horde-based game where there's, like, an alley or something where there's one big bad and you still have to fight all the other little guys. That that could be really cool. Yeah, it was a cool sequence. I, I hope that kind of thing is consistent in the gameplay. Because I, I, I couldn't tell if that was meant to be scripted in whatever their campaign structure is going to be or if that dude could just show up at opportune times and he would just interact with the environment like that. I mean, if it's not scripted, then it probably won't look that clean because, you know, game trailers. But still, yeah. it was a cool thing to think about. 
But I'm super here for it, and I can't wait for it to come out. I hope I will have friends to play it when it does. One of the... <laughs> oh, where are we going to go? Where are we going to go, Chris? Uh, I'm going to go to work. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, you got me. Uh, one of the other wild, more wild trailers was for Arc 2 and Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> We were all when we were watching that, that we were just like, "What the hell is that? Is that Vin Diesel?" Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's Vin it's Diesel. Like, it, it's the inverse of the Keanu moment for Cyberpunk. Because I remember watching E3 when they revealed Keanu was in Cyberpunk. We were on stream. I was drinking, and I saw Keanu in the trailer, and I was like, "Is that Keanu?" That's Keanu! And they brought him on stage, and it was hype. And then and then we see Vin Diesel in Arc 2, and for the whole trailer, we're all like, is that fucking Vin Diesel? And, yeah, because it, it, they, his, his head was smudgy enough to where you're like, I don't, it looks like him, or is it just supposed to look like him? Is it actually him? And then he is finally talks. Is it Vin talks. Diesel or, or uh, Die Hard guy? Yeah. And then he finally talks, and you're like, oh yeah, it's Vin Diesel. But that was a weird trade. I like. I don't know how yeah. or why Ark's making a second game. The the only thing I took away from that trailer was Vin Diesel, and the blood spatter looked really weird in that. Oh. Uh, yeah, that blood was, was jelly. It looked like someone was flicking like flower pet- rose petals at people. <laughs> <laughs> like, when did Ark become a big enough property to not only get a sequel that looked that good graphically, you know, blood splatters aside, but then also an animated series? Oh yeah, so, is is the animated series the thing that had like all these big name vo- actors voice acting in it? Yeah. Okay, I was I just going to try and remember what that was. That was that cast is crazy. Arc came about around the time where like there's that big like survival zombie kind of fever type thing where we had all those similar games that had some form of like construction and survival like uh 7 days to die. Um what were the other ones? Um would have been Arma Raft. type things, Daisy, yeah, Raft, um, just games like that. Like it came out from that, and it was like the one that kind of rose to the top because we don't have zombies, we have dinosaurs that you can tame. But then the servers are ass. <laughs> yeah, and they, they tried to do a sequel with um like that high fantasy with pirates type uh, shtick that. Was, that was announced that the game was like I think in 2018 or something. Not, 2017? Uh, yeah, it was around then, and it was it was not good. Yeah. So like, yeah, let's just go back to Ark and get Vin Diesel. That was one of the <laughs> worst like games I've ever seen. I know it was in like alpha, but I remember holy being hell, really excited for it. It was broken. Like it, the game was actually broken. You couldn't even play it. Mm-hmm. And it looked so different from that really cool reveal trailer. It was yeah. It was really a shame, really. Uh, um, some of the actors that are going to be part of the animated series, we have Vin Diesel, of course, uh, but also Russell Crowe, Carl Urban, Gerard Butler, Elliot Page, David Tennant, and Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, what? Like, goddamn. It's, it's a, it's a crazy cast, and it's fucking weird for a game like Ark. I, I I don't even care. I, I don't care about Ark. I'm not gonna watch the series. I'm not gonna play the game. I don't. I don't get it. I mean, it's for somebody, but I don't care. That that show has already been confirmed for two seasons. That's nuts. two seasons. Two seasons, fourteen episodes each. What's it on? What does this it say? Is this through Netflix, Hulu? Uh, let me see. Because uh, I'm looking at the article. Is, I'm not like, sure. Is it like Saturday announced. cartoons? 
Uh, yeah, this article doesn't seem to say. Yeah, because hmm. the articles I found it doesn't say much. It's set to premiere in 2022, so is Ark still going to be relevant in two years? Ark well, I mean, I might. guess if they're putting out a sequel. If they can line up those release dates right. Yeah. They just True. saw Castlevania's success, and they're like, we can yeah. do this. Yeah, I guess one other thing, I, yeah, but I mean, Castlevania had like a storied past of what, two decades or something of yeah. 1980, so three, <laughs> three, four decades of, you know, storied history. Art came out in 2017, like, yeah, check out our dinosaurs. <laughs> it's like Land Before Time, but with Vin Diesel murdering Littlefoot. Uh, so just a couple other things I want to hit on real quick, because we should probably start moving on. We got to do our final thoughts on the awards, though. Just, uh, yeah. Uh, oh. Master Chief and Fortnite, pretty dope. That is pretty dope. I don't fuck Fortnite. They put him in. They put him in a drink fridge. Yeah, that freezer <laughs> yeah. reveal was pretty good. Um, we also have um, Humankind, which kind of looks like a civ- civilization kind of competitor type thing, where like you can kind of make your own civ by taking and pulling stuff from various civilizations. So that seems cool. And then a uh, new game, the Callisto Protocol, from yes. one of the uh, same developers from Dead Space. I'm very excited about that. That ooh, that was Dead Space. Creepy as hell, and I the, was about it. Uh, the guy that's like heading the game was somebody uh, okay. who was higher up on Dead Space production. And then, you can only hope that he uh, picks up on Dead Space. And then we got um, the new Among Us map tease that looked cool. Yeah, season and, three of Fall Guys. Yeah. See a season three, Elite Dangerous uh, Odyssey. Got into got into Elite Dangerous when it was uh, when it was first like early release, and that was always fun. I'm looking forward to getting back into it to try Odyssey. Um, as you can, you know, it looks like you can finally do boots on the ground. Yeah, some pew pewing. Yeah. So then, as far as the actual awards are concerned, rolls eyes. Uh, <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima got robbed. And The Last of Us won too much. Everything. It really won all yeah. the big awards. It got the voice acting, the sound design, best game direction, and game of the year. Like, I could get voice acting, because the voice acting in that game was really good. Sound mm-hmm. design, yeah. you could make the argument, fine, that's great. Because there was some pretty good sound design. But game direction, to me, is kind of a joke that it won best game di- or game direction. Like, what? Ah, yeah, yeah. That's one that really stings for me. I, I, like Ghost of Tsushima ended up winning best art direction, but I yeah. really feel like Tsushima deserved best game direction as well. It was Tsushima won the the viewers pick, if that means anything. The real gamers picked, <laughs> <laughs> picked <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> so outside outside the game, like the game announcements and stuff, uh. Game Awards are pretty much just the Oscars where you had that small subset of industry people that just pick what they like the most or what their kids play. Yeah, yeah. and that's what it, it felt It's like. not a People's Choice Awards. It is not a People's Choice. But I, oh, still, diff- I just think it's so weird that like Hades and Tsushima didn't get more love. Because yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get that. And don't get me wrong, I liked The Last of Us too. Oh, I yeah. liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I just I I don't know that I could have given a game of the year. Yeah. yeah. I well they also got lucky and it also helped, I think, being the year that it was, because there's just I mean, I know I don't think it affected too many games and when they released. Like it's not like, you know, an anime where 
a whole bunch of stuff got pushed to either next year or later in this this year. But because it just seemed like it, overall, at least to me, it was last was to Tsushima and Hades. Like I know what else. Uh, Doom was nominated and Final Fantasy VII remake was nominated. I don't care about those. I yeah, and neither of those really for won. something. Yeah, I mean, did, did Animal Crossing get put on there as well? Oh yeah, I honestly, yeah. I would have been more okay with like Animal Crossing winning Game of the Year just because of the huge, how important Man. it was for when it came out. Like <laughs> when it came out, I played that game religiously. It was, gosh, yeah, but it's such a soothing, relaxing game. I don't. I did like. I thought it was kind of ironic and kind of funny that the first award was presented by Brie Larson, and I'm pretty sure that was the voice acting award that went to Abby's voice actor from Last of Us 2, who all the capital G gamers fucking hate. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, that... I I give you some credit on that. That's pretty badass. <laughs> yep. It, I, it, it's got a sting for id Software that Doom Eternal was nominated for Game of the Year, but didn't win anything. Because yeah. even in the category, it had a chance, which was best action. It lost to Hades. Yeah. Which? What about soundtrack? Wasn't there? Wh- oh yeah, it was in that too. But I don't remember what. The, was in that. Wait, no. Which one? Uh, the best best score and music went to Final Fantasy VII. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, like do remakes? Should they remakes even really count during Game Awards? Like, <laughs> well, or, well or, I mean, or is it is it divergent enough? It wasn't a remaster. Is, uh, it was a... Yeah, this one was at least from the ground up. This wasn't a The Last of Us Definitive Edition situation. Yeah, yeah. They, they pretty much remade this whole s- section of the game. But I don't disagree with your sentiment. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't, I mean, game of the year, sure. Well, I, okay, I don't, I, I would oh. argue Hades, honestly, because I haven't played yeah. Tsushima, and I've, even though I'm just now getting into Hades, it's just really good <laughs> there's like nothing bad about it i don't think but you know it's just uh, the best part about it was all the capital g gamers just getting pissy like was that, yep. as someone who doesn't care that much it was kind of funny to watch <laughs> but i just usually when so, like comparing it to like the oscars if one movie wins all the major awards it's kind most of the time it is a really, really, like, almost perfect movie, I would say. That's not... I'm saying this also going, this isn't true, but... I, I just... Uh, Last of Us 2 wasn't like, holy shit. It wasn't like God of War, where you're like, yeah. yes, that should win everything. So, I don't know. But maybe that's just me. <laughs> maybe I'm an idiot. But, <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't my wasn't my favorite, and that's where I'm going to leave it. I can at least take personal solace in the fact that uh, Destiny 2 did not win Best Ongoing or Best Community Support this year. Wasn't it Fall Guys? Uh, Fall Guys was Community Support Ongoing with the No Man's Sky. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, Fall Guys owes that award to their social media manager uh, trolling the hell out of Tim the Tatman. Because, I mean, that was just gold. That was also, I think, the only reason... That Tim, as a Tim stan, I do think that was the only reason Tim was nominated for uh, Streamer of the Year. But, you know, take it where you can get it. Valkyrie winning was appropriate. She's exploded this year. It's insane. Yeah, I got nothing to say on that. I'm not a stream-watching boy. (laughs) I wonder how many VTubers are going to be on the uh, 
on the list next year. Oh my god, I would die if at least one Hololive EN member was able to and be nominated for best content creator. They next have year. to do it, and if they win, they have to do it like Hatsune Miku, where they have like the hologram. <laughs> oh man, so, yeah. Um, imagine, imagine Jeff just like awkwardly standing next to uh, like the VTuber, much like um, yeah, much like how it was with uh, who was it, David Letterman, when Hatsune Miku was on the sh- yeah. show. I think all those years ago, it was That'd like be awesome. This is how it is now. I, I don't think Hololive would wait that long to get the EN girls into 3D models, but that would be an amazing way to reveal one. Oh, yeah. I, they could do it with the start of a new gen or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, Hololive's in the West, so let's 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 get him on those content creator awards. Hell yes. Uh, but Gunnar, unless you have any final thoughts on the game awards, I think we should move on. Uh, I guess I could say two thoughts. One, near replicant, looking forward to that. And two... I look oh, forward yeah. to the Game Awards next year when it's all Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> I mean, what other game is coming out next year besides Halo Infinity if it comes out? Infinite. <laughs> Sorry, Infinite. Uh, oh. I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure. Exactly. So. <laughs> do, we, right. do we ever know? But, uh, wild Crunchyroll news dropping. On a random day in December. Yeah. Funimation slash Sony has purchased Crunchyroll from AT&T for just over a billion dollars. Which is crazy. Wild. (laughs) Thereby securing Sony's foothold completely for anime in the West. Yeah, because Sony has Funimation. They had Aniplex as well, right? Yeah, that's part of them. A part of them. And now they, they have... They, they bought what used to be a pirating website for a billion dollars. Yeah, way back when. But yeah, it's I'm, I think it can be both good and potentially concerning. Yeah. The good part is that you, I, you're going to only need to subscribe to one of them to get both catalogs, I would assume. If Hopefully. not, what the fuck? That wouldn't make any sense. So that'll save me like eight bucks a month. Sweet. They'll do some kind of deal where it's like you can buy one or the other or do the two for a slightly reduced price. I will cry. Actually, I wouldn't cry. I would punch a hole in the wall. Since I've been subscribed to them for such a long time, I still have like the original prices before they jacked them up. Yeah. That might not even be worth it. Or what might be worse is that they just completely restarted. So I'll be forced to have to pay at a higher, lower rate. I just, at this point, I just hope that they, like, take notes from each UI that is the decent parts of both of them and meshes it. I know they're, I think they're going to keep them separate, (laughs) but for the love of God, Funimation, update your UI, please. Yeah, I, I think what could happen, what I would like to see happen is one of these distribution platforms will not exist anymore. Uh, and I think the more likely one is that Funimation will be canceled as a streaming service and all of those resources and all those properties will be rolled into Crunchyroll. And 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 this this feels this move feels just a little predatory in the fact that the original Funny Roll deal uh, did not last very long at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But the dividends of that deal were really good while they were there. Well- so I think we're going to see a divergence where Crunchyroll is no longer 
the go-to for subbed anime and Funimation is the go-to for dubbed anime. I think Crunchyroll will just simply become the anime spot. Funimation will go back into their hole as being the distribution for products uh, and, uh, and physical media distribution. And Crunchyroll will rise even higher than it has been as your go-to legal anime spot in the West. Uh, with all of their dubbed resources, uh, and now probably even expanding Crunchyroll's own uh, dubbing studios like they've done with Konosuba. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I would like to see. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but the original like Crunchyroll Funimation Union broke up because Sony bought Funimation, right? Yeah. It was after Sony bought them that Sony was like, yeah, yeah. fuck this. We're not going to give you <laughs> we'll our library. We'll buy the second one later. <laughs> the, I, see, Chris, I think it'll be – I actually think it'll be flipped from what you said. I think most of the shows will go on Funimation and everything else will be done through Crunchyroll because Crunchyroll already has a much bigger footprint in like non-anime stuff. Their uh, figure store, they've been blowing up with that. Like They've been going hard and getting – more figures on there and apparel that you can buy. And they also have like Crunchyroll Expo and the Crunchyroll yeah. Anime Awards. Crunchyroll as a brand it... has expanded outside of just streaming anime a lot more than what it seems like Funimation has. Yeah. Do you also mm. think like um, Crunchyroll's funded more anime compared to Funimation or at least like well, what I see like on, on the credits? It, yeah, like, I was reading something about that where like Crunchyroll is just a little bit ahead of Funimation on that. Yeah, okay. Like having the uh, Crunchyroll originals, um, mm-hmm. that they they're a little further along than Funimation, but the two companies had been funding or helping fund anime for a couple years because okay. that's what they would do to better get exclusives on their site over the other. So that kind of there was one article I think it might have been another Polygon article I was reading where they were talking about it and how as a short run it could be great. It's going to be great because you'll probably only need one login. And you get both catalogs. Long term, it could be less money that goes into anime, some anime for production because there's only one. It takes away the competitor also funding stuff. So you just have Funimation or Funimation's entity funding stuff for both platforms. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah. So where we stand now is basically Crunchyroll Funimation, Crunchimation. Uh <laughs> Yeah, coined that term right there. Um, yeah, we can't do funny roll anymore. We already had that. It's gonna yeah. be crunchimation oh, now. So they're basically gonna they're gonna corner the market on all the currently like on the all the anime season by season when they're going live. And I guess Netflix will be more so of just picking up those random odd CGI anime. Uh, they're gonna Netflix um, is gonna keep doing what they've been doing. They're gonna fund yeah. their three shows a season, per, yeah. that are gonna all be top quality shows. Mm-hmm. And Funimation and Crunchyroll will have all the stuff they usually do. And the, there's High Dive in the corner with Legend Galactic Heroes. <laughs> right, it's like rip High Dive because <laughs> did you get? Um, does anyone have a subscription with High Dive still? I don't because they haven't had a single unique show all year. I'm still trying to power my way through Legend of the Galactic Heroes, but I got an email from them the other day. The, the website, whoever is in charge, uh, whoever did the web dev for it, whoever developed it, needs to do a better job because I got an email the other day saying to like basically boil down to is they don't have the memory, so they're limiting everyone's anime queue down to only 20. What the oh fuck? Oh, my God. So like there goes my queue, my backlog of like basically every interesting show 
Now I have to manually go through that really old buggy, not old, it's but just not the clunky UI that is High Dive. But to be fair, the there are, shows. there's not more than 20 unique things on High Dive that are really worth watching, in my opinion. I mean, they got Galactic Heroes. They got they got some OVAs. Like, shows, shows that they have that, that um, Funimation Crunchyroll doesn't, off the top of my oh. head, Galactic Heroes... Uh, Familiar Zero. They have a bunch of like the older shows, yeah. like some of the ones that, like, were like, uh, what's it? Uh, Aniplex and I believe it's Sentai Films. Maybe I can't remember. I do know they have uh, Oh Maidens in Your Savage Season, which I want both of you to watch because that show's so fucking good and has a great OP. Mm. What is it again? Oh Maidens in Your Savage Season. Okay, it's a girl puberty show, but it's freaking good. Coming in. So just girls in high school having to deal with okay. growing up and girl issues. It's really and, good. And and I think, unfortunately, this move is probably best case scenario for Crunchyroll. Uh, assuming nobody loses their job over yeah. this potential merge. Uh, I think there, there was a time when the anime streaming space was getting really diverse, where Amazon seemed to be getting into anime. High Dive was pretty fresh. Netflix is doing their thing, uh, and Funimation started streaming. Uh, Hulu's got a few things now, too. Oh, a few things, yeah. Um, Hulu's more for, like, your network anime stuff, uh, mm. stuff that's mainstream in the West. Uh, Amazon seems to have tried and not failed, but lost interest in getting into anime. Uh, High Dive is doing its own thing, and it's owned by Sentai, so it's not going to go away. Uh, and, and, and Netflix... Uh, Netflix seems really committed to yeah. staying in the anime game. They are actively stealing titles that would otherwise be on Crunchyroll. They're funding their own anime. They're getting exclusive distribution rights for other anime. And Netflix is a beast to contend with that I don't think mm-hmm. Crunchyroll and Funimation could handle on their own uh, without getting into road, production yeah. themselves. Yeah, uh, which is why I think I think a merger is coming because I don't think it behooves Sony to keep the market split like that, and I think it'll do them a lot better competition-wise with Netflix if they're not still trying to divert titles between the two properties. Now, if they do want to keep it where one is dub and one is sub, that is a way to do it. Uh, yeah. I I wouldn't want to see it happen that way. But that being said, um. Where this deal gets a little messy and we don't have confirmation on because there are still reviews of the process happening. It hasn't officially gone through. We just know that it is going through. Uh, Crunchyroll is owned by Otter Media, which is a subsidiary of AT&T. Verve is a subsidiary of Crunchyroll. So you could assume that Sony is also acquiring Verve. However, uh, the acquisition only lists Crunchyroll. So I guess we don't know for certain that Verve is going with Crunchyroll, but I, I would assume so. And if that's the case, then they will just keep Verve what it is, and they would likely push Verve as a plan to get both Crunchyroll and Funimation and not have to worry about splitting subscribers that way. If that happens, Verve would be the best deal in anime, because you know what the current Verve deal is with Crunchyroll? What's that? High Dive. You get Crunchyroll mm. and High Dive. With, like, High Dive came in when when Funimation dropped out. Like, you could get both of them through Verve. Now you can get, through a Verve premium subscription, you can get Crunchyroll, all the Crunchyroll, 
catalog and high dive. So that would be fucking insane if you could get all three in one package. That's but I don't I don't know. It'll be interesting because I was thinking about that of how Verve would play in because if you don't get Verve, Verve's from an anime standpoint is kind of dead because they probably pull the Crunchyroll catalog out of it and then you only have high dive. So mm. yeah, there's I mean, other you still stuff have there. Rooster Teeth. Yeah, and whatever uh Bravest Warriors their company is. Uh but I, I don't know. I feel like the big selling point for Verve has always been access to the Crunchyroll catalog and some other stuff. But yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't use Verve, so I don't. I could be out of touch on that. But it'll be interesting to see on that point. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see where this goes, just because I I love uh, seeing business transactions like this happen and how they'll change the landscape, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to the arguably fledgling industry of legal anime distribution. Yeah. Um, but that being said, as always, uh, I really hope no one at Crunchyroll is losing their job over this. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. That would that would suck. But this just means the, the new Funimation Crunchyroll conglomerate and Netflix, you're both on the clock. Someone buy the goddamn rights to Bacchano, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Uh, <laughs> we hear you when we say no. Hey, Sorry, even, they, Netflix bought Evangelion. Anything can happen. It's true. Netflix, uh, if you could if you could fund Kaiji season three, um, <laughs> I'll I'll give you my firstborn. Chris, you Would just you like need CGI the CGI in like ten frames a second. <laughs> <laughs> you just need the pachinko industry for Kaiji to go down, so they have an, they just get uh, <laughs> cash hungry, so they have to make another anime. Season. Yeah, I think uh, they're actually starting to translate and distribute the kaiju manga in the West. So, Ooh, like, hopefully, you can buy it in print. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Like, I think only the first volume or two are out currently, but uh, it is starting. Exciting. So, yeah, I got, I got to show my support. Go out and buy some manga. Yeah, baby. Buy that traditional old school media. Join the club. <laughs> I, I already buy comic books, and I got pretty big into comic books for a minute, and that turned out to be more money than I wanted it to be. So I don't know that I'll ever get big into buying manga. I wish I had more disposable income to do that. You just got to pick a couple that you like, the ones you super like reading, and <laughs> just buy those. That's what I've done. Yeah, which, I mean, it helps if you get in at the beginning. And yes, just buy oh my God. Come out. Like, yeah, just do a piecemeal. Start buying Food Wars when it's like, 15 volumes in and you're just like oh fuck right because right. uh i mean the only comic i buy regularly is sonic the hedgehog so that's like a four dollar a month expense one of these weeks we got to do an episode on manga recommendations which again would probably well we could have gunner back because otherwise we'll need just two be guests mean. for that one gunner's i'm gonna have cry- gunner's read everything let me crack up on my mandate mandatory- <laughs> 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 I'm going to have exactly one recommendation, day. and it's going to be Kaishi. I checked the other day. Um, I don't read these many, but just over the years since I've been on Mangadex, I have followed up to, I think, 780 mangas. Oh, my God. 780. <laughs> like, where does a man find the time? I don't I don't read them all because it gets to the point where a lot of them either get dropped by the translators. And mind you, this is over the course of two or three years. I just I read a few chapters like, oh, yeah, I'll follow it. And then when it pops up in my queue, I look and I'm like, eh, I'm not feeling it today, maybe later. And that's how I end up with uh, only reading like maybe 20 a week. And then everything else is just 
kind of shoved in the closet. Okay, so I, I have to get in on this soon. Uh, each of these are about $20. Volume 2 of Kaiji, released in the West, November 24th. Oh, so the next one will be in, like, February? Uh, March, actually. Yeah, it's usually about one a quarter on those ones where it's a back catalog and you're catching up. They'll be a little faster. But So I gotta, like, I gotta spy, find a spare $40 somewhere soon. <laughs> is, yeah, is Kaiji a weekly up? chapter release yes it is yeah so it'll be about once a quarter but if you get ones that are like the monthly ones oh my god it'll be literally you get a volume a year if you're lucky which oh chris um a new chapter jumping ship from the Crunchyroll shit tangenting uh, a new chapter of made in abyss came out like two weeks ago so oh, yeah. we got our once a quarter chapter uh, <laughs> the arc's not done yet because i I will tell you when it is, so you read the whole thing. But yeah, uh, that's good shit. Uh, so I think now that we are forty-five minutes into our normally hour-long episode, we could uh, spend forty-five uh, minutes on this next topic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> going into what I would consider the biggest news of the week, and something that again I was very excited about. Uh, for I think the second week in a row. Disney did uh, their Investor Day live stream. Uh, I love Investor Day. Boy, do I love Investor Day. You know why? Why? I, granted, on a good day, I hate corporations. And I have <laughs> absolutely no sympathy for them as an entity. Uh, and I think Disney is dangerously close to becoming a monopoly in the realm of media entertainment. Dangerously uh, close, uh, they already are. And I don't yeah. like it. Uh, that being said, I'm a slut for corporate jargon. <laughs> <laughs> I love Investor Day because it's it, it's dressed up a little bit, you know? But it's dressed up in a different way than E3 is dressed up. Because E3 used to be, for investors, it used to be an industry event, but now it's a consumer event. And when it's a consumer event, you're there to drive hype. You're not telling people, this is why our business is going to be successful. You're telling them, buy our toys. So while Investor Day does have some dressings, it's in such a way where they're like, this is how we're going to perform in these markets, and we're going to do it with these amazing shows, and they might show a trailer. So on top of announcing every major property for the next few years, they also broke down their business strategies, going down to the nitty-gritty like, this is our strategy for Latin America, this is a thing we're going to release in international markets, this is what we're going to do for domestic markets. And big news comes out of that, such as uh, there is a dollar price hike for Disney Plus coming. It's going to be a two euro price hike in Europe. Uh, but also they're announcing big things like the entire phase four Marvel slate. It's crazy. Uh, so that happened this week. It was a three and a half hour live stream and I watched the entire thing. <laughs> oh, you watched the whole thing? Yeah. Jesus. I only read update or like a, a summer summary articles of like what the hell there was. And even that I really only cared about the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, and I, I took notes of pretty much everything, knowing that we weren't going to touch on everything, because this is not mm -hmm. a news podcast. We're here to gush. Which um, means we're starting with the Star Wars news. Well, actually, <laughs> if if we could if we could do something else before that. You son of a bitch. <laughs> uh I do want to say that I think it's really interesting that um Built pretty much entirely on the back of the Mandalorian. 
uh, Disney Plus has been wildly successful for the company, so much so that they they said several times throughout the presentation that Disney is completely pivoting, and they are focusing on direct-to-consumer entertainment, which means ESPN+, Plus, Hulu, and Disney+, Plus are their focuses going forward as a business. Everything hmm. in their mind is going to be Disney Plus first. And uh, for now, that's really consumer-friendly. We'll see how that plays out in the future, but I am terribly excited to see them focus on Disney Plus first and foremost. Yeah. Yeah. It you you hmm. you mentioned that uh, it's already doing a price hike, correct? Yes. So it's it hasn't it's been out for uh, a, year. a year and a couple days now. They're already announcing their first price hike. Yup. Hmm. Which well, came with. And, you know, th- this was this was corporate jargon. So the the way they broke it down was uh, Disney Plus has been super successful. We've pretty much already hit our five-year goal for subscribers. Uh, so we are quadrupling our investment in media production for the service. And in order to offset that cost, we are raising the price. But it's funny because it's like you're fucking Disney. You have so much goddamn money already. What cost? You're a multi, multi <laughs> billion dollar company. But, so what? Your your bonuses go down. This is the thing. This is the thing I fucking hate about corporations, and I won't go into this now. But it's like Jesus Christ. You make a bajillion dollars, and because you're putting more of your own money into making stuff that will make you more money, you got to make us pay more. Yeah, make but it, like on, an, on another point, I've seen my fair share of defunct land. Where when Disney hints any, when Disney tastes any small bit of success, they just go all in, like for better or for worse. Yep. <laughs> it is, they have a history of just, just going balls to the wall, basically. <laughs> all right. But uh, yeah, we, we can start with the Star Wars stuff. Yay. So I, many I gotta, exciting I gotta flip things. through my notes here. Because I, <laughs> I, I was watching the stream at work. Because I was having kind of a, a not busy night, and I, I grabbed a pen and a sticky notepad, which means I can't have a whole lot of notes per page. So I have a lot of sheets here. <laughs> okay, so that's what it was. Because I know you sent me a picture of all your notes, and I was like, "Why do you have like twenty little like post-it notes?" Yeah, I just got it. I've got thirteen uh, larger than normal post-it notes. <laughs> Which, for the most part, I was able to fit one heading per note. But, like, I've got two here for Lucasfilm, and i got three for Marvel. Oh, it's it's so many. I'm most... Okay, Gunner, did you, have you looked over, like, the stuff that was announced? Um, like, just a quick glance, they're, like, announcing what... Wait. Like, seven different <laughs> things? Okay. To start out, what... Are you guys most... What is the one Star Wars announcement that you are the most excited about? Hmm. Uh, one of the most exciting ones for me is probably the anime series they announced. The Bad Batch? No, anime. Oh, wait. One of them was an anime series? Yeah, it's a series of short films that they're calling oh, Visions. Visions. Okay. Okay. And I, I love, not even just because it's anime, but I love short film series. Uh, I, I love that they're going deeper into telling side stories in the Star Wars universe. Uh, and I'm interested to see the different perspective because uh, it's got uh, anime directors on for it. And I love seeing 
Western and Eastern properties reimagined for the other side. Uh, that's how we get cool things like Dark Souls and Ghost of Tsushima. Nice. Um, and I love short films. They're easy to digest, and uh, I'm here for it. I am most looking forward to the Obi-Wan show. And also, the caveat with that being is that Hayden Christensen's back, baby. I Hell love yeah. that. <laughs> he finally gets his redemption because he's going to probably be in a show that's not written like absolute dog shit. Yeah. If we could get Christensen doing uh, the the really intimidating Vader from the end of Rogue One, that would be the dream. Because they, yeah. they did, in announcing that he would be back as Darth Vader, uh, the person presenting at the time specifically said that there will be a rematch. Yeah, which I don't know how the hell they're going to make that work based on what we know from, like... The clone or rebels and where stuff was, but uh, you know, retcon. I'm for it. No, they yeah. wouldn't retcon it because, as we've seen with a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff in the Mandalorian, they're just taking stuff from like out to the other properties in the Star Wars canon mm-hmm. and incorporating them. Like I mean, we like, had all the rebels crossovers in this season of the Mandalorian. But I mean, like. If you think about it, though, all the canon post the original, like, the second time the Death Star got blown up, there's all those books and all those canon following it. When Disney bought LucasArts, they just trashed that whole thing. Yeah. So they're, and then you have they're Dave not Filoni, above retconning stuff. But you have Dave Filoni out here picking and choosing stuff from Legends that he wants to reincorporate and make yeah. canon, which I, I love it. I love it. And, like, speaking of, I guess, canon and just history stuff, I'm as far as the show I'm most interested in, just skimming through. See, I did not say anything. Um, the acolyte seemed interesting because it seemed yes. kind of like it delves into like kind of like the history of stuff. Like, well, that goes gonna, back to the High Republic era. That's gonna be part of the. I think it's gonna headline the new High Republic era that they're pushing for. Because I know yeah. it was earlier this year that they did a, a like a a roadmap of all the High Republic era content that was coming out. Both I think a movie, some TV shows. A couple TV shows and some and a bunch of books as well. So that one will be, I think, the the jumping, the starting off point, or one of the starting off points for getting into that whole new era that they're going to explore. Uh, also announcing the uh, Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka TV series. Really, really cool. Uh, and they're they're doing a Marvel with the Mandalorian. Where they, they said that uh, both of those shows exist during the Mandalorian timeline and they will come together in an event of some sort. And John Favreau and Dave Filoni are being a, are the writers and producers of. Is both it kind of, of like the time when Jimmy Neutron and Freddy Oddpants crossed over kind of oh thing? My God. <laughs> no. I uh, you know good. I'm gonna go on a limb and say I think it'll be better written. <sighs> hot hot take. I know, but. One thing that I don't think they officially put on here as like a title for it yet is uh, that Taika Waititi. Oh, they said it. Yeah, Taika Waititi is going to helm. Is it a movie? Is it a? I don't know what. It is a it, movie. It's a movie. Uh, so Patty Jenkins is directing the next Star Wars movie, which is going to be a Rogue Squadron movie. That's gonna and be it's going to come out twenty twenty three. Uh, Taika is currently writing what will be the Star Wars movie after that. Wow, so that could be like in five years. Yeah. Jeez. I I love that uh, 
This is going to sound awful, but I love that Taika is kind of just owned by Disney at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he's got his hands in uh, both Marvel and Star Wars. So I think he has a bright future going forward because uh, he's doing the Star Wars movie. He's doing Thor right now for Marvel. Uh, he's already written a couple episodes for The Mandalorian, I believe, and directed the last episode of season one. Uh, and they also said that episode. there is a Hulu exclusive series by him in the works right now. And uh, that's not even to mention that the FX series, uh, which is also owned by Disney and part of Hulu now, uh, the series What We Do in the Shadows was based off of one of his earliest films. Hmm. Don't think I knew that. Love me some Taika. Uh, I think I mentioned it earlier, but the Bad Batch is going to be great. I'm glad we're getting more animated stuff because, uh, you know... Clone Wars and Rebels are both great. Didn't watch, uh, is it Resistance? The one that's during the, the sequel trilogy. It, it, the, the art style looked too childy for me. <laughs> um, but Bad Batch was in the Clone Wars art style, and it's during Order 60, 66 times. So that's going to be real cool. Yep. Uh, most of the other stuff, I was kind of like, yeah, okay, cool. I mean, like, yeah. there's a Lando show. Okay. There was a really cool moment. Uh, it was right after they had announced their, their uh, what I'm calling the Mandoverse series. Uh, and, and this was something that you would only really see in an investor call like this. Uh, but they showed off a specific production technology that they had been developing called Stagecraft, which is, uh, it, it, it seemed to be just a more digitally enhanced way to build a set for filming and they they showed some behind the scenes footage of shooting mandalorian on it uh and they talked about how it's helped them keep shooting during things like covid and it uh, streamlines their production process and, and basically for what i could see like the big draw of it was like a big high def curved stream screen to uh simulate environments so it's not hmm. always a dude on a green screen that they put in later, but they build an environment to shoot around while the people are acting in front of the screen. Uh, it's very, very cool. Better immersive, uh, better immerses the uh, actors. Probably, yeah. Huh, that's really cool. I'm waiting for the part where they can do kind of like a bit, kind of like a rudimentary kind of hologram type thing on the set, just so you can get an idea <laughs> of where stuff is. Uh, now we don't need then, actors. <laughs> no, I mean also, like for, for set pieces. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, during the Lucasfilm segment, uh, <clears throat> they announced that they are doing one more Indiana Jones movie, and it God. still has Harrison Ford. How? Did, did He's going to be in a wheelchair. Yeah, they're going to kill him. <laughs> On <laughs> set. Harrison <laughs> Ford's going to die. <laughs> is Shia, Shia LaBeouf coming back? back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. That they didn't even have a title. Epic. They but, just um, said it's coming, and they said it will be the final Indiana Jones movie. For now. Indiana Jones and, and Indiana's For the tomb. next, like, 30 <laughs> years, and then they'll bring it back. But uh, one one thing that's not uh, Disney gay-related, but Star Wars, have you guys watched this last episode of The Mandalorian? I have not. No. Well, <laughs> come on. Um, <laughs> this kind of goes back to the thing I said earlier about how, like, The Mandalorian is incorporating stuff from all other a bunch of other star wars properties but there is a really uh, i kind of can't believe they reference this but there's a battlefront 2 reference like the new oh star wars God. battlefront 2 reference they op they reference operation cinder which is like the the thing of like 
what you what you're doing at the beginning as the empire of like trying to bring back the the emperor and i was like huh interesting <laughs> didn't Wait. see that one coming where's the loot box <laughs> <laughs> but that's all uh, i got on star wars you, you're you're free to move on to marvel oh <laughs> uh, yeah so there's a couple of quick things i want to hit on before we jump into marvel uh and and these should be quick uh, <laughs> we'll see um <laughs> They so they they did a brief presentation on FX and what FX is going to look like going forward. Uh, so they said that uh, FX's permanent streaming home is going to be on Hulu, of course. Um, new Taika series, we don't know what it is. Uh, they're doing a series for Alien that they are working with Ridley Scott on. They say it's supposed to be scary. I hardly ever trust that. <laughs> Uh, on that note, they're doing a spinoff of American Horror Story. I believe it's called American Horror Stories. <laughs> Original. And Always Sunny was confirmed for four more seasons, making it the longest-running live-action sitcom in history. That's pretty wild. Hell yeah. One thing um, I saw on a Ringer article, they did like a winner and losers of the presentation. And one of the losers they had was Fox Ser- Searchlight, the movie studio, because... It kind of seems like they're just like to what you were saying, like even the movie stuff, it sounds like is just going to get thrown on Hulu and that kind of sucks. Yeah. But, uh, but in regards we'll to FX, like they're at least not abandoning Fox TV stuff. Yeah. But it does <laughs> suck because Searchlight was a very cool property. Well, it's, it's them and like 21st Century Fox, the movie company. Or is that a separate movie company? Then Searchlight? Were they uh, or separate entities? Different brands, yeah. Brands. So yeah, it'll. That's gonna suck because they they put out some pretty damn good movies the last decade. So if they're kind of not gonna get a lot of love going forward, eh, until yeah. Disney's like, wait, we need to win Oscars again. <laughs> Which and and it does seem like uh, Disney going direct to consumer first does not extend only to Disney properties. Because uh, they did mention that scripted FX shows, um, such as Always Sunny and probably everything else they announced, uh, are going to be on Hulu next day. So it's kind of day and date for even their FX shows, where it's still going to be on network, but they are committed to putting it on Hulu immediately. But is it a better deal than Game Pass? (laughs) Probably (laughs) not. Uh. And then, uh, so Pixar stuff. Uh, this the, the there's a couple things here that I think are very important to note. Uh, so we we know, we've known for a while that Pixar's new movie Soul is coming to Disney Plus on Christmas Day, uh, and it's not going to have the thirty dollar price tag attached to it like uh, Mulan did. Smart. Um, I had hoped that this would mean that Disney was not going to charge thirty dollars for movies going forward. Unfortunately, that is not the case. Mm, that uh, hurts. Most of their theatrical titles they announced during the Investor Day stream had the Premier Access branding on them, um, which I believe uh, is... Uh, God, what's what's the word? It's such a simple word. Uh, it's established uh, <laughs> that Premier Access is going to be a $30 charge. Uh, so oh, like God. we said on last week's episode, I'm... 85% certain that that price tag is based entirely on families buying the ticket, 
sucks complete ass for someone like me who's going to watch the movie alone in his living room. Uh, Just get a family. It's going to be che- <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be cheaper for me to go to the theater <laughs> than to have kids. Yeah. Oh yeah. Eat, eat that. Eat that extra twenty dollars on a movie ticket. Don't 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 pay for kids. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, uh, stuff like uh, Pixar's next big movie, um, I, I think it was Encanto. Uh, that's probably going to be a Premiere Access one. Um, they announced a new Toy Story movie that's going to be Premiere Access. Uh, I think Soul is only not Premiere Access because it was convenient and they wanted something to get people in on Disney Plus still. Uh, they are still making movies that are just going to be for Disney Plus. They're not abandoning that idea. But anything they think is going to be a big theatrical release, uh, it, it will be available on Disney Plus at the same time as in theaters, but it will come with that $30 price tag. So basically, like, the Disney Channel original movies are going day and date to to Disney Plus, but if it's your traditional theatrical, you have to pay the extra money for it. Pretty much. <clears throat> and all the note of Pixar, they have... An amazing idea with this Toy Story movie. Have either of you heard of this? Have I told you about this yet? Is this the uh, Lightyear movie or no- is it actually Toy Story? It is Lightyear. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so it's yeah. it's like how it's like based off of is it kind of based off of um the Buzz Lightyear TV show back in the day? No, they're it's- they're doing kind of a different thing, but it's it's a similar caveat to the TV series. Okay, so it it is an in universe movie. Where in the idea Toy Story or in the Buzz Lightyear universe? In Toy Story. Okay. So so Buzz Lightyear is a toy based off of a character. This is the movie that character is from. Oh, uh, so that's Lightyear dope. Lightyear that's is a clever. movie that Andy would go to the theater to watch and then say, Mom, I want the Buzz Lightyear toy. Oh, dude, that's so cool. <laughs> So, because of that, we do not have Tim Allen back as Buzz Lightyear. Oh, yeah, because... Instead, it's Chris Evans. Because he would only be... He would be that specific toy Buzz Lightyear. He wasn't Buzz Lightyear. Well, I mean, that gets a little muddy because there were other Buzz Lightyears in Toy Story 2, and they were all voiced mm-hmm. by Tim Allen. Okay. So, so Tim Allen is the voice of every Buzz Lightyear toy, but Chris Evans is Lightyear. Or at Maybe least that was just cheaper. They could also make it be like that gen- that like iteration of the toy. They could do like a newer version and probably get away with a different voice actor. Sure. That's really cool, though. Yeah, I, I'm very excited. If they were going to have to keep the Toy Story brand alive, this is a way better idea than doing another main series Toy Story. Do you think now? If only we could get a Woody's Roundup animated yeah, series. I was just you, gonna ask: Are we gonna get that at some point as like a series? Because that would be. I would. I don't know how much I'd watch it because it would probably be very centered around kids. Yeah. But for in, nostalgia, I'd watch the first couple episodes of that. And in a morbid thought, if they think of a Toy Story going forward, Chris Evans is thirty nine. <laughs> Tim Allen is sixty seven. <laughs> so if they're like thinking for like a couple more decades, he's coming for you, Tim. They're thinking. <laughs> The thinking future. Uh, they did also announce that there's going to be a car series because they're not going to let that die. Great. Please. More Mater. God damn it. Yep. Uh, on a more positive note, just in the animation department from D+, they announced a Big Hero 6 series Ooh. Uh, that is going to be specifically centered around Baymax. Okay. Uh, there's 
There's also a short-form Zootopia series that they're just calling Zootopia Plus. Ew. That is going to reignite the porn industry for Zootopia. Well, that uh, I mean, it's I, never they, died down. They saw Beastars on Netflix and were like, wait, people like this shit. We need more. More. <laughs> 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 uh, we also got long-form musical comedy series that are going to feature separately uh, Tiana from Princess and the Frog and Moana from uh, Moana. Oh, yeah. I heard I, I did hear about that, but I didn't know exactly the details on it. That'll I did mean that's mean- going to be huge. Have you mentioned Doug Days, which has the dog from I, Up? I was not going to mention Doug Days, because <laughs> I, I, I honestly hate Up. Oh, whoa. Hot take. Hey, don't be a downer. It's, it's Shut the fuck up, Gunner. <laughs> uh, but, but sure, yeah, they're doing an Up series, and it's going to be about the fucking dog. I, I mean, I don't really give a shit about that. And they had to but... make a squirrel joke in the middle of the announcement. It, oh. <sighs> that's, that's cringe. Yeah, I, I don't like it. I don't like okay, it. Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. Oh, I'm still going. Oh my god, <laughs> get so many notes. <laughs> uh, Percy Jackson series. Ooh, okay, I'd be very hmm. interested in that. As long as it's not like the movie. If like it, if it went back to the books, like followed the books more closely, because I remember seeing the movie. I'm like, what is this? This is like <laughs> Aragon all over again. Oh no, Mighty Ducks series. Oh, of course, Ooh. I mean. Cash Cow. Turner and Hooch reboot starring Josh Peck. I mean, Josh Peck's in it, so I'm going to watch it. Which they said on the stream, because again, this is a stream for investors. <laughs> they said, you might not know who Josh Peck is, but I guarantee <laughs> your kids do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was yeah, in, you um, boomers. He was in Red Dawn, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the critical hit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's also that other guy who played Timmy Turner in uh, the live action <laughs> something Bell. Uh, so and, and then and then they had uh, what they called out as event movies. Ooh. Uh, so like. these are the big ones. Uh, they're doing live action Little Mermaid, of course, uh, which is going to have some of the original songs as well as new songs <clears throat> done by Lin Manuel Miranda. Oh, because Lynn is also owned by Disney now. <laughs> uh, they're doing a movie based on the Jungle Cruise ride. Okay, is someone gonna die? I think. It, wait, is that the one with uh, the Rock? Yes. Oh okay. God. <laughs> and I think it's the other way around because I think the Jungle Cruise is based off of a book or something, right? Yeah, the Jungle Book. <laughs> I, I <laughs> you re- you read I don't you think tried. that's the case. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Jungle Cruise is one of those weird rides where I think it's just like it's supposed to be a safari, but the hippos are robots. <laughs> Ooh. So no one's gonna die. <laughs> no, probably not. Damn but it, it is like it, it it it's it's like an action title. Or at least it looks like, you know, like what they did with Legends of the Hidden Temple, I guess. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Isn't uh, that getting a movie? Or do they already have a series? For Legends of the Hidden Temple? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a show for it. <laughs> it. It got it got a movie that I think was straight to yeah. network. Oh, I bet okay. it was. <laughs> uh, there was a live action Lion King prequel movie in the works. Why? Because Disney loves beating its horses. <laughs> Where's the new IP? Speaking of beating horses, this is actually on a separate note. They announced Hocus Pocus two. I yeah. saw that and was like, oh no. Wait. They have Mighty Ducks. Do they have Howard the Duck? 
No, not yet. Ducktales. We, we don't. We don't have Howard the Duck confirmed. I want. <laughs> he was shown in. Um, what's that one Marvel film? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, two? Guardians of the Galaxy. Or was it the first? No, one? First I think it was one. the first one. Uh, and then just the uh, uh, the one that I want to bring up because I'm actually very excited about this. Uh, coming right to Disney Plus, they announced a Chip and Dale movie <laughs> that sounded like it was going to be Roger Rabbit ish, oh. where the characters are animated in the real world. Uh, but I'm excited uh. because the titular characters are going to be voiced by John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. Ooh, okay, yeah, that'll be good. Uh, and they said Seth Rogen is going to have a cameo as well. Heck yeah. Uh, and I can only assume Seth Rogen will be voicing Monterey Jack. He was a, he was a character from the, from the show. Mm-hmm. You could uh, lie to me and I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then a Cruella DeVille ser- uh, not series movie starring Emma Stone. Oh. Gosh. Interesting. She's going to be a bad bitch? Yeah. I mean, she looks really good. So they're, they're doing Maleficent before a dog killer. Give me well, your little I puppy see, skins. I see the little promo film for it. It looks like she's about to drop a track. <laughs> <laughs> the little promo image. Uh, I'll, I'll skip a lot of the other Disney movies because they're not as important other than a weird cheaper by the dozen reboot. Gosh, Hocus Pocus came out in 93. Yes. I didn't exist. I did, we did not exist at that time. It's a they gotta get that sequel in before the witches die. <laughs> Now is it Marvel time? Yeah, now it's Marvel time. <laughs> like I told you, I'm very excited. I want to get all these out. I want to talk about this. Hey, um, go so yeah, it. with Marvel, they pretty much announced their entire Phase 4 slate, including all of their series in the works. Because the series now are as much a part of the MCU canon, like, as far as front and center storytelling, uh, just as much as the movies are. There, 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 there's too much content. It's starting to get hard to keep up with the canon. I hate it, but so, I'm gonna watch them all. So, are, are are those old Netflix Marvel shows not canon? Correct. Uh, we were actually looking this up last night at work. Kevin Feige actually said last year. Um, I don't think this was an official announcement. Uh, I because I, I don't think it was made a big deal of. But he he's definitely quoted as saying that. Um, at that point, because this was, I think, September 2019, he said any Marvel television prior was not being considered canon, which is Weird. not only the Netflix properties, but also Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, I was going to oh. ask that, like, how are they going to... Hmm. So is he dead again now, or... I thought he was still dead. I, or it was, I didn't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Did they just, like, poop-hole, loophole it to him, have him not be dead? Well, I think what this means is it's very similar to Star Wars Legends, where oh. it's conveniently written out that they will ignore it if it makes sense to ignore it, uh, but it's something they can pull from if they want to bring those characters back in. So, okay. I, I, for me, this means that I am not expecting Marvel properties from Netflix to come back, but it's not yeah. going to be a direct opposition to the canon if I think about Luke Cage in New York City, you know? Because they they weren't very closely tied anyway. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a little different, uh, but I yeah. think uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. never really affected anything in the movies. It was the movies affecting Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, yeah, so I'd agree it, with that. 
it, it's a matter of convenience that it's probably just easier for storytelling and for tone of storytelling for them to ignore those properties until it's convenient for them to bring them back. Fair. Uh, and uh, so on that note, I think we could start with the series and development. Um, There's a it's, lot. <laughs> it's been a slow year for Disney+. Plus. The only series that I think really garnered any buzz was Mandalorian and the newest season of Clone Wars. Uh, yeah. But Disney said that they are accelerating towards a focus on direct-to-consumer. And holy shit, are they? Because every yeah. Marvel show that we already had previously announced is going to be coming out in 2021. And it's starting <laughs> very quickly with WandaVision finally coming out in January on the 15th. Hey, did you like nut when you heard that? Yeah, pretty much. I'm <laughs> hype as fuck for WandaVision. You find because we talked about that just a couple weeks ago when you're just like Disney, just tell me when it's coming out. <laughs> yeah. They heard you. They listened to our podcast. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely what it was. Big Daddy Disney's in the chat. <laughs> uh, especially because you should just Wanda- say Big Daddy D. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Uh, WandaVision is going to tie directly into Doctor Strange 2, so I kind of hope that, uh, you know, in whatever form the end credits Marvel trademark manifests in their series, (laughs) I hope Benedict Cumberbatch will make a quick cameo. Hey, (laughs) the Batch. The Batch, wait. Oh. (laughs) Hold on. Falcon and Winter Soldier is coming out in March. Is that one a miniseries? Uh, it's like going to be like... six episodes. Okay, yeah. I thought that one was shorter than what some of them probably will be. Uh, and they said that it is going to be a cinematic experience delivered in six episodes. So, yeah. like, Game of thrones is shit? It's the two Avengers. Starting the two Avengers, I care the least about. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're going to care about them more. I guarantee it. They're going to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, uh, all of these 2021 series, with the exception of Hawkeye, also finally dropped with trailers. Mm. So we got a new oh. trailer for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, Loki finally has a trailer, and it's coming out in May. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, what If finally got a trailer, and it's coming out in the summer. What's that one? Oh. Uh, what If is an animated series that's going to tell non-canon stories, essentially. What If... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, like, the the big one they're going with is they're going to do Marvel Zombies on this series Ooh. of What If. Uh, and they're also going to do uh, What If Agent Carter was Captain America instead. Ah. Is Disney still allowed to uh, use Spider-Man? Uh, I believe so. So I'm pretty sure Spider-Man... Uh, spoilers, not really spoilers, but I'm pretty sure he plays, like, a big part in the zombie... Um, the Marvel zombie like subseries. Well, they'll reimagine it however they need to. Spider Boy, Spider Boy, <laughs> Spider Lad. Uh, and so then, uh, yeah, Hawkeye is going to come out late 2021. Uh, so that should be the last series we get that year. Uh, did not get a trailer for that. Uh, and they talked about She Hulk and Moon Knight, which we already knew were coming out. Uh, and She-Hulk, I'm very excited for, uh, yeah. because Feige said uh, She-Hulk is a lawyer. She deals specifically with superhero cases, 
So his words were, you never know who from the cinematic universe could show up in an episode. Which, you know, I'm sure he meant any of our established properties could show up because she could deal with a case involving them. However, if you are somebody who is looking for Daredevil to make a re-entry into the MCU, uh, I think yeah. this is the show to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a good way to kind of sneak him in. Unless the rumors are true and he is going to be in the new Spider-Man movie. <laughs> you won't see him coming. But otherwise, <laughs> I think uh, Matt Murdock showing up alongside She-Hulk, that would be a dope as fuck reveal. Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight is going to be fantastic. Yeah, are you guys are you guys not into Moon Knight? I don't know who um, that is, but... I, it's, the name sounds cool. Uh, um, <laughs> so that's all I got. <laughs> I think I think Moon Knight is a schizophrenic. At the very least, he's a drug addict. He's oh, basically okay. Batman on crack, literally on crack. crack. Oh, he's silver. Yeah. Oh, because he's um, the moon. Ah, uh, there is an amazing panel from a Moon Knight comic. Uh, I guarantee the folks at home who are definitely listening to our podcast have seen it. Because <laughs> uh, there there is. Uh, I guess a story arc where he's looking for Dracula because Dracula is an actual character in the MCU. And I've tried to look up the panel real quick so that I can get the wording right. Here it is. All right, so it's a panel. Moon Knight's walking down some stairs in Dracula's castle, and he says, I know you're here, Dracula, you big fucking nerd. Where's my goddamn money? (laughs) I remember that. I remember seeing that panel. (laughs) And that's That's the kind of Moon Knight energy I need. (laughs) That's... That's real? <laughs> yeah. No, that's a real comic. He calls Dracula a big fucking nerd and demands his goddamn money. That's amazing. That was, I didn't know that was an actual panel. I thought someone just uh, edited it. And no, that's just like absolutely that. real. And just like that, yeah. I'm all in. <laughs> that's well, incredible. Moon Knight is so good. Uh, all right. So, so in the, uh, the, the, the big... The big series reveal, I feel like, is that uh, they are doing Secret Invasion. Yes. And they're starting it as a series. That will be good. Is is that the one that ties into, um, what's it, uh, the the Marvel movie that came out right before um, Endgame where it's like aliens can shapeshift into humans? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. It is going to involve the scrolls, yeah. Okay, that's what it was. Isn't that what Secret Wars is about? Uh, yeah, I believe so. So doesn't see. So they're basically they're gonna do a Secret Wars movie. At yeah, some point. they they seem to be building to Secret Wars. That's whether dope. or not that's going to be the end of this phase, or if that's going to be one going forward, we don't know the scope of this because I mean, Civil War could have been a lot bigger than it was, so we don't know how they're gonna play it. But they they definitely seem to be building to Secret Wars. Is who's the main baddie in that? Uh, I mean, I think it's just generally the scrolls, but I'm not sure. I'm not super brushed up on my Marvel Comics lore. I'm pretty, if it's Galactus, then boom. But I feel <laughs> like they're, they're they're telling you something. Fortnite's trying to tell us something <laughs> when they have a Galactus Master Chief event. is coming to Marvel. When Galactus, I, I, haven't they already hinted at Galactus showing up? Uh, I thought they, they did. If they had, it's been like slight winks and nods. Wasn't what was there something at the end of Endgame? Uh, no, I don't think there was. I think Endgame was actually the only movie to not have it in credits. It's because it was think. the end game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I swear I thought I saw something. What what's the ending for Captain Marvel? Uh that was showing Nick Fury on the scroll ship, right? I don't remember. But I we still have a teaser. I think that might have been yeah. What does anyone know where how Adam plays into stuff? Because like we we'll get him in Guardians three, but or do we get him before that? Because like you know they said like oh look, here's Adam and he's huge and oh, wait I think he's huge in Secret Wars, so that would make sense. Yeah, I have, I have no idea. You got me. I I uh Wikipedia rabbit rabbit hold like the Secret Wars timeline <laughs> three years ago, but I don't remember it. So keep and, going, uh, and I'll I'll do some research. In in a weird uh, ignorance of Endgame and Infinity War, Kevin Feige called out that uh, barring Civil War, Secret Invasion was going to be their biggest crossover event in their movie history. Secret War would or Secret Invasion? Oh yeah, well no, like because fucking everyone is in. Yeah. Secret War, like and everyone. They're obviously like, committed to having all of their big name talent still be their properties in the TV series. So I, it, it's it's going to have the big names in there when they're necessary. Yeah, I did a bit of skimming just now, and I guess Galactus he was in Fantastic Four, correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. Disney just announced Fantastic Four, so that's one way to kind of. This, this is all in. making sense because some of the other people in Secret Wars that are going to be new are She-Hulk, the Fantastic Four. Uh, at some point, we have to get some of the X-Men. Like, I just feel like we have to. But then um, with, with Fantastic Four, Doctor Doom, too, he's in Secret Wars. So they'll use Fantastic – they have to use Fantastic Four to get Doctor Doom in the MCU. Please, God. Yeah. Please. And, uh, and we'll talk about that more later. Oh, God. We're going for two hours, everybody. Buckle up. I, I mean, hopefully not that long, because i got to edit this thing, but... <laughs> I, I'm trying to just rapid-fire the shows. Uh, the only other two, we uh, we got Ironheart confirmed. Which, uh, if you're not familiar with Ironheart, it's basically female Iron Man. Uh, uh. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's a young African-American woman who somehow reverse-engineers the Iron Man suit and builds her own. Oh. She's smart. Yeah. Uh, so she becomes Ironheart. Uh, I I doubt at least for a while she'll be like a big headlining character. She's not going to replace Iron Man, but it's very cool that we're getting that property. Uh, and then we're also getting an Armor Wars series that's going to be uh, with Don Cheadle headlining. Interesting. Which they described as... Uh, I, I believe Armor Wars is already also a storyline done in the comics, but uh, Feige described it as... Uh, Tony's worst fears come to life where it's like his armor being used for not good death <laughs> uh, and then other than that uh, a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special in 2022 yeah that's gonna, that's gonna be weird I am Groot that's like a throwback to like 1980s where like there's a holiday special for everything yeah it's like super campy and uh, it's going to be with James Gunn back as writing and directing, so I, I think hey. it's 100% going to lean into that energy. Yeah. That'll be At least something. some 1980s Christmas song. Yep. That'll be something. Okay, so now the movies. There's only like six of them, right? Wait, that, Five? those are all TV shows, not movies? Those yeah, are all those TV, are all TV shows. shows. Oh my god. And uh, Are they all going to Disney Plus? Yes. 
Holy shiz. Uh, so I, I just wrote these down as they are announcing them. Uh, so these aren't necessarily in order of release. So bear with me. You want me to? Oh, no, I don't. I don't know it. Never mind. But Doc Strange two, in the oh, multiverse yeah. of madness, which is going to tie directly into Wandavision and the new Spider Man movie. Mm-hmm. That's going to be awesome. Uh, Doc Strange two coming out March twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. Spider Man coming out December of twenty twenty one. Okay. Uh, Black Widow, of course, May 7th, 2021. We got a new trailer for that. Okay. Uh, Shang-Chi in July 2021. I don't oh. know that one. Uh, is that the... T- hmm. Is the Ten Rings the one... Isn't that like fees in like Iron Man, I think? Because what's uh, like known for Iron Man, the ring guy? The Mandalor- Mandalorian. The, uh, the Mandarin. <laughs> yeah. The Mandarin Orange. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and I, I actually skipped over this series when I was going through, but they're doing a Miss Marvel Disney Plus series. Oh, it's a series? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, not Captain Marvel. Oh, Miss Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, bring that up because Captain Marvel 2 is a thing that's happening. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's got I didn't, it. I didn't write a date for that. I don't know if they had it or if I just didn't write it. Uh, The Eternals is going to be November 2021. Shoot. Which, uh, I have no interest in the Eternals, but I'm sure they're gonna make me care. <laughs> is the Eternals what, uh, Star-Lord's dad is? Uh, no. That was Celestials, I yes. think? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Star-Lord's dad was a planet. <laughs> yes. Ego. <clears throat> uh, Thor 4, we have Christian Bale confirmed as a character in the movie now. I hope- wait, have they cast Tyr? Have we seen Tyr in, one, in, in, like, one of them? I don't I, remember. I feel like we've seen him, but I bet they could recast him. Give us more so, of the main gods. Disney's like approaching the point where they have casted about every single Hollywood star, right? <laughs> yeah, just about. Yeah. Uh, Christian Bale is going to play Gore the God Butcher. Oh. Uh, and also, Natalie Portman is coming back, and she is going to become Thor in that movie. She Thor? She Thor. Wait, didn't they already tease that? Yeah, I think he tossed her the uh, hammer in in game, yeah. right? I'd seen something. She well, no. was not in Endgame. There was who, there was something. Who am I thinking of then? I'm thinking of like Captain oh, America. The Valkyrie. Captain America is the only other person that held the hammer. But they they I swear they put out some sort of teaser that showed she she Thor. Was it the first teaser for the new Thor movie? Like. I don't even know if it's come out. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. I think you're pulling something out of your ass. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Keep going. Uh, keep going. <laughs> hurry. Uh, Marshall Ali as Blade. That's going to be dope, dude. Which we knew. They just, for some reason, want to confirm that's still happening. That's going to be sweet. I'm very excited. Which, and, uh, you know, I should point out, uh, if they should happen to bring Luke Cage back into the MCU canon... Uh, that does mean it is completely fair game to recast past actors as new characters because Mahershala was Cottonmouth in Luke Cage. Oh, okay. Uh, Ant-Man 3 is happening. I don't uh-huh. think you should have a black character named Cottonmouth. <laughs> <laughs> that that does not Oof. seem okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Moving on. So, Ant-Man and the Wasp 
Quantumanium. Ike. Quantumania. We're getting our live action Spider Verse. That's all I know. Like it's gonna happen. Yeah, they're they're oh, getting God. deep in the alternate dimension shit. They just try to find a way to bring uh Robert Downey back and No, that's gonna <laughs> be how like, they no! That's gonna be how they bring the X Men in. Bet. True. They'll, that is they'll a good jump way to, to do a it. dimension that's Literally everything that has happened, the exact same, but the X-Men thing. <laughs> but Fox ben. doesn't own X-Men. Yeah. Watch. watch. I mean, I, I'm so calling then, my shot on December 13th, 2020. Which would be great because we really don't need another... We, we don't need build-up at all for a character like Wolverine. So if they yeah. did just bring one over from another dimension, we can just have established Wolverine and the audience could be like, Great, Wolverine. <laughs> hey, Kind of like they did with Spider-Man, because boy, did we not need another Spider-Man origin movie. Ooh, oh my god! Bring, ooh, could they bring Deadpool in? Uh, I don't well, think I mean, they have the uh, rights to I it. Think they, they probably don't. What? I mean, what, they don't have the rights to X-Men, guys, right? Guys, that's Fox. guys, 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 guys. Yeah. Disney bought Fox. Oh. I thought. Oh no. I thought so there was something <laughs> weird with Deadpool, though. No, Deadpool is owned by Disney now, and well, he is Marvel fuck canon. Me. And they've Get already said they're committed to keeping him R-rated. Get him in! Uh, I think Deadpool I, is big in Secret Wars too. My my hope for Deadpool is that he never shows up in an MCU movie, but <laughs> all the other characters will show up in his movies. Yeah, that would be kind of odd. He has or, his own cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah, or it'd be the kind of thing where, like he just always shows up late to the party, like an after credit scene. The yeah. Avengers just Deadpool rolls up in like a bicycle, it's like. <laughs> What I miss? <laughs> that would be cool. And, and I should be clear: Disney didn't buy Fox, but Fox sold all their entertainment properties to Disney. Yeah. So Disney oh, wow. does own the X Men now. I'm out of the loop. Yeah, they own they own 21st Century Fox as of 2019. Yeah, March yeah. 2019. Uh, which they called out that uh, X Men movies, uh, and they mentioned specifically Logan, are going to be coming to Disney Plus very soon. Ooh. That's like the sixth ooh I've done. <laughs> the last two big pieces of news is that they are not recasting Black Panther. Chadwick Boseman. Right. They, they're not recasting Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. I love that. Black Panther 2 is still coming out July 8th, 2022. So I'm very interested how they're going to write around that. That's going to be a sad movie. You thought Fast 7 was sad? Bruh. That one's going to be a tearjerker at the end. Yeah, so I think the most likely case here is maybe that uh, his little sister becomes Black Panther, maybe. Um, be a lot to ask that young actress to do. Well, I don't think she'd be Black Panther, but she would take up the an equivalent mantle and be called something else. Sure. Uh, but who knows? Uh, it's still coming out. It's still happening. Uh, it's still got his name is escaping me now, but the same director, Coogler. Yes, Ryan Coogler. Uh, I, I I'm interested to see how they're gonna make that not clunky to write around an actor's death because I can't imagine it's an easy thing to do. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, they are finally able again because they got Fox properties. They are. Doing Fantastic Four. Hallelujah. Marvel's first family is finally coming home. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, 
Yeah, they'll have all the main staples yeah. of the Avengers. And again, that's the how Avengers. they can Galactus in, because they own everything now of Marvel. <laughs> and I, I just think, think oh, Doctor Doom is needed. It's way too early to do Galactus. Galactus is oh, yeah. too end-level MCU. Doctor like, Doom, on the other hand, on his own, Doctor Doom can be a Thanos-level threat, and I mm-hmm. really hope that's what they're building for. Yeah. So, like, you thinking like the next build up would be for Doom, and then the build after that would be like Galactus, just for like the end. <laughs> See, I don't know, because I think they would do Doom more as a Civil War thing, and then you'd have like a post Doom like, where they have to fix some shit, and like Doom's still around. Doom did his thing. But he's like, Thanos fucked off to his planet kind of shit. Oh, well, so yeah. kind of like, it's kind of like a midpoint kind of like I with, think that's what they would do with Doom. And then he might come back at the end again. Or he'll team up with somebody else. But I, I don't think, think they do Doom as Thanos. I, I think Doctor Doom can be like a Loki. Where he's going to yeah. come in and yeah. out. And he's going to be okay. a villain periodically. But when they want to, they can absolutely build him to be a Thanos level threat. Because he has oh, been. Yeah. Doctor Doom is incredibly powerful. Which I am just like, from a lore standpoint, I don't get. But, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I don't know enough about Marvel stuff. Yeah. Doctor Doom does some wild shit because he's, again, one of the smartest characters in the MCU. And he comes from a neighboring nation from Wakanda. So uh, his stuff is also super strong. I I don't know if it's vibranium because, again, I'm not super brushed up, but... Uh, Doctor Doom is a really cool character, and they can actually do a lot with him. But you wouldn't know that from the previous Fantastic Four movies, because he was uh, criminally underutilized in otherwise poorly written movies. Is he even in them? I don't Uh, remember. He is definitely in, like, the very, very first Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. uh, And and I think they used him in the reboot they did. Okay. I never saw the reboot. (laughs) But then otherwise, in the sequel to the original, that was Silver Surfer and kind of Galactus. Yeah. Well, because isn't like... Silver Surfer the vanguard of Galactus? Yeah. Until he's not? Yeah, <laughs> Silver Surfer it... is what is known as a herald of Galactus. Okay. Which can be anybody. It's not exclusively Silver Surfer, because even kind of recently in the comics, Deadpool was made a herald of Galactus. Oh, really? Yeah. That's nuts. Uh, but that's yeah. that's all. That That's what they ended Marvel on was announcing Fantastic Four. They didn't show mm. anything. They didn't announce a cast. They just said, we're doing it. Yeah, quick thing on Doctor Doom. I Googled his country just out of curiosity. It's in, it's in Europe. It's like smack right between, like it's an imaginary country between Hungary and uh, Serbia. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, Latveria, I believe. Yeah, Latveria. Latveria. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. That's not. That's that was nothing. We went through that in like an hour. <laughs> it only took us. Uh, it took us. We were on Marvel minutes. for about an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I wanted to. I wanted to rapid fire those. We we could go a lot longer, but uh, it's gonna be kind of a boring podcast if we only gush. Yeah. That was uh. Jesus. So so much stuff. We didn't even touch on Cyberpunk this week. Yeah, which uh, who knows when lot. we will. There's not a lot to touch on right now. Well, yeah, I can't. I'm I'm not even playing it because yeah, my computer touch on when it hits game sucks. of the year edition. <laughs> yeah, touch on when but hey, fixed. Are, is, are we got anything else we want to do on Disney stuff? And do you want to wrap us up on Disney? My mouth is so fucking dry. 
Okay, so yeah, that's everything about Disney. It was great. There was they like own hardly, media. hardly anything in there at all. You know, we're f- Disney Plus is dead. The day um, Disney <laughs> buys Netflix, it's all over. They won't ever do that. Um, but try. I, I, there's so much stuff in one week. I like, goddamn. I and here we are. Um, I know to tease going forward. We're gonna have we'll have Gunner on again for our uh in or an end of year anime awards, which I was talking to Gunner <laughs> earlier and I was like, shit, I gotta I gotta do work on that and get nominees and stuff put together. Uh, um, uh, One Piece. <laughs> One Piece wins everything. Yay! Woo! Um, Just like the Game Awards. But uh, we'll Last also, of Us. Yeah. We'll Arc also two, starring try Jim to Diesel. um get someone else on who uh has watched more about about as much as what I've watched, because I've watched way more than these two. And if if it's me and them two, I'll just say nope. Overruled. I watched more. This is the winner. And so <laughs> I wouldn't be part of the conversation. Gavel. I'm gonna I'm gonna start the recording. I'm gonna intro the podcast. Then I'm gonna go to sleep while you guys talk about anime. <laughs> no, Chris, you got to be there for the OP award because you'll be able to watch all of those. <laughs> That's very yeah, true. Should we should we make a comp like? Should we just agree upon like the best uh, openings and just make a compilation list, and we can just discuss it well, during? Yeah. So yeah. my idea for that was I was gonna like put a list of the ones where I'm like the I think these ones are in. If you know of other ones that you want to bring to the table, let me know. But we can that's discuss. A little, that's all a little preview that. for the listeners of what might be happening or might not be <laughs> happening. Yeah, I say we can discuss all that later. We we've gone long enough. We need to wrap Off this some bitch up. Alternatively, Mother's Basement uh, just put out a video the other day. Uh, going down the list of the anime coming out just this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we and, need one uh, of those too. Uh, boy, oh boy, uh, there's so many shows I want to watch, and I I just can't guarantee that I'm going to watch any of them. His his Can video like- is <laughs> anticipating the top only sequels. He only talks about the sequel series only that are coming in winter, and there's like twelve of them. And I'm like, I'm I'm fuck. <laughs> you need to make the um what's it, like the s tier list or something dude there was too much stuff this last season i had to start dropping stuff i don't know what i'm gonna do because i'm actually going to want to watch all of these oof yeah it's gonna be rough but okay that was but, this week's yeah, episode i think that'll that'll bring us to the end of of an hour and 40 minute uh disney special yeah, Dun- Gunner, thank you for being our first guest. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. What did talking you think? About Disney. Oh, <laughs> yeah. we are. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming we, on to our Disney podcast. We might brought do- me in for the Game Awards and anime, and here I spent more time on Disney. <laughs> the one At thing some I didn't point, really read up on. We're gonna have you on to do what we want to do with our guests. Any guests we have that listen to or that watch animes, roast your anime, my anime list. Um, so look forward to that at some point. But uh, yeah, thanks again Woo! for coming on. This was a lot of Disney. Um, and yeah, I think that'll about do it. All right, bye. <laughs>